Greetings, ghouls. Okay, so to bring it to a weird tangent, in a tangent, within a tangent. Skewed into this tangent. And now, introducing our hosts, the gruesome twosome, Mike and Jeremy. We are fans of the dead. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Welcome to Fans of the Dead. I am Mike. I am Jeremy. Little pig, little pig, let me in. Yeah, so obviously this is going to be our wrap-up episode of the the werewolves. Uh, a lot of a lot of fun shit I've been hearing back about Red Riding Hood. Little Red Riding Hood. She comes yeah. up in a lot a lot of the shit. People wanted me to, to bring that up. So, yeah, Little Pig, Little Pig, let me in. Has nothing to do with Little Red Riding Hood. That's the three little pigs. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of lot of wolf stories um, are, like, ingrained into our culture. The, the boy who cried wolf. Um, apparently, up until, like, the 20th century in England, wolves ate a lot of people. <laughs> I, I'm, not even, I'm not even joking, dude. Wold Newton Triangle. They actually, until 19-something, 19, 19 I don't know, the early 1900s, they had a bounty on wolves. You just kill a wolf and, and you get some money. Nice. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Wolves were so crazy, they'd, they'd be in graveyards digging up corpses, so people thought they were supernatural, I, I, I guess. I don't know. Maybe they should just bury their dead better. Yeah, yeah. As recently as 2016, the Wold Newton Triangle has had wolf sightings. This one woman said, There was a wolf eight feet tall with a German shepherd in its mouth. It's pretty terrifying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had a German shepherd as a kid. It was a big dog. If a wolf had one in its mouth, that's a big fucking wolf. He was eight feet tall, I tell you. Yeah, I seen the beetles. Pip pip cheerio. Liverpool. Kevin <laughs> Club. Mary Poppins. <laughs> Governor. Bob's your uncle. Oh, I'm so sorry, everyone listening <laughs> overseas. My accent sucks. But just so you know, <laughs> if you're watching a movie based in Boston, you'll think my American accent sucks. <laughs> he doesn't sound like he's from there at all. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. We were recently yeah, actually right. voted like most annoying accent like in the country. Really? Yeah, it was something I saw in the news. It was pretty funny. Uh, I think uh, yeah, maybe if you're from Worcester, I, I would say the Worcester accent's the worst. I mean, because it's like trying to be a Boston accent, but it's not. So like the toll booth guy, just you know, welcome to Worcester, dollar twenty-five pop. Yeah. So for reference, check out Adam Sandler's first CD. They're all gonna laugh at you. Was that? Yeah, yep, that was a Tollbooth Willie. Tollbooth Willie, yeah. Uh, Anyway. So, hey, werewolves. Werewolves! Hey, fun fact. Wolves don't howl at the moon. Did you know that? Who do they howl at? Each other. So they're nocturnal creatures, so when they howl, obviously it's at night, but it's any any time you know like the could be full moon could be a, a sliver could be a new moon you know like there's no moon what what they do is they may be calling out to another wolf trying to get lucky haha <laughs> you know what i mean a little, little mating call or they could be hunting so nobody's really howling at the moon no wolves do not bay at the moon well that's a common misconception yeah, it is. It's a it's a beautiful picture, you know. You have the full moon with the wolf with its head up, obviously looking like it's howling. I always wonder, like why, like why the moon? Like what did the moon do to the werewolves to to warrant them to to howl at them? I don't know. Maybe it made them. It it, it must make them horny. Maybe. Right. I mean, it, it shifts the tides, so it could. You know. I don't know. Shift Can we just get into this episode and let's just <laughs> drop this segue? It's horrible. We're talking about horny werewolves. How did we get to talking about that? What do you call a werewolf with no legs? I don't know. 
anything you fucking want because he can't chase you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Alright. Top five. Oh, yes, alright. So we're going to go to 2014. We're going to talk about Wolf Cop. Lou, you're a wolf. Mm. Cop. Drink. Lou Garou, who is an alcoholic cop in the small community of Woodhaven, spends most of his day either asleep or at Jessica's bar. Mind you, Jessica is a smoke. Uh, with his best friend, Willie, who is who kind of steals the show. Uh, Willie is my favorite character in this movie. There's a complaint about occult activity in the areas of his gun store. And the chief sends Guru to investigate. Obviously, you talked about this. He he dismisses the concerns as actions of heavy metal fans. This also made me laugh. Hey, yes, uh, it could be the building near my house, this convenience store, the Daily Market. There was a uh, a pentagram, but but like right side up, not the inverted satanic one. So right side up pentagram, and it said, "We worship Satan." Like spelled like they, Satan, S A T I N. Yes, they. They misspelt Satan. Yeah, so that's great. Worship Satan. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's comfortable. But anyway, so after this, things take a turn for the strange and hairy. As, uh, uh, as Lou becomes the uh, wolf cop that he does become defending the streets one transformation at a time. Ah, uh, nice. I like that. That was good. He also yeah. defends the liquor store. He does defend the liquor store, as one should. Yeah, he also supports the liquor store with most of his paycheck. Did you notice the name of the auto body shop? Was it Big Al's? It was not. Auto body shop was called Styles Auto Body, who was Scott Howard's best friend in Teen Wolf. And Scott's cousin's friend in Teen Wolf 2. Played by a different guy, but it was... Still fun, although he had a horrible mullet in that movie. Yeah, he did. But yes, number five, Wolf Cop. Nice. My number five. We're going to go back in the Wayback Machine. We're going to 1941. Universal's The Wolfman. Oh, I almost put in Wolf, you know, the Jack Nicholson, Michelle Pfeiffer movie. <laughs> I, I really wanted to, but it was so similar to, to other movies on my list that I didn't. So, I, you know, I wanted to keep it classic here but wolf is also a a great movie yeah anyway lon cheney jr bella lugosi claude rains and evelyn anchors so this is the movie that helped reshape werewolf lore yeah brilliant set design and a story that gets retold every few years while its transformation scene may not hold up i mean it was fucking 80 years ago its impact is still felt today Honestly, I thought that transformation because you have to look at like what they had to work with back then. I thought that was actually pretty incredible. No, it, it it was incredible. I mean, that's what you have to look. You have to look at it as being that old. So basically, it just shows this guy. He takes off his socks and his shoes, and you're staring at this guy's feet, and then they're hairy, and then they're hairier, and then they're really hairy. Yeah. Boom, he has paws. You have to wonder, <laughs> and like, then, how... And then he's in the woods. You have he's to like, wonder, like, Grr. what the, the effort to do that was. Like, what went into that? A lot. To to do that, uh, the behind, check out... Like, you can go on YouTube and check out some behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, a lot went into that. Like, no, no joke. And that's why it's on my list. And how impactful this, mm. this whole movie was. Whoever is bitten by a werewolf and lives... Becomes a werewolf himself. Oh, quit handing me that shit. You're just wasting your time. The wolf bit you, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he did. Great movie. Love it. Yeah, I mean, that that's a movie that's going to get remade forever. The remake that's yeah. coming out later this year or next year, that's only one of many more remakes because this is a movie that's going to get remade forever. See, so I'm- it's a classic. Did you see the 2010 remake? I did not. It was one of the movies I, I really I wanted to either. get to, I but I didn't have chance. I was curious if you had seen it or not. I did not. I heard it's not that great, and I imagine it didn't do great at the box office. That's why they're also doing another re- remake of it. So, yeah. So, I, I don't know, but uh, Benicio Del Toro, I really like him. So, I do want to see it. Um, so, no negativity for me. 
but yeah, I just didn't yeah, get no, to I it. Yeah, I do. I do too. So my number four. Doctor Gonzo, come on. <laughs> so my number four. We're gonna turn back the clock to 1941. Holy shit! <laughs> the Wolfman. I almost put down my beer. Drink. Again, I mean, if you're gonna do a werewolf movie, you have to go back to the original Universal Monsters, right? Yeah. I mean, you you gotta check those out. Larry Talbot, he returns to his family estate, like you know, after spending 18 years in the U.S. He's now the heir to the estate because his brother, uh, was it John, passed away. Now, his father owns, like, this observatory. This, 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 the beginning of this movie blew my mind, okay? <laughs> so, it's like, he's, he's in his father's observatory. And Can I just got, tell you how creepy this was? <laughs> he's, he's got this telescope. And, and he's, he's observing. Looking, he's looking across the way, across, like, this, this store. I don't remember if it was an antique store. Excuse it was me. the apartment above the store he was observing. I understand that, but she was, you know, she's related to the owner of the store. But anyway, I mean, nothing was in a, she wasn't doing anything inappropriate. She was fully dressed. She's just dressing. It was a guy with a telescope. Of course, if you see a beautiful lady, you're gonna peep. Okay. I'm sorry. So, it's in our nature. So there's that. But then he goes to the store to meet, her name was Gwen, which now mind you, Okay, if we're ever going to do, like, a horror babe from, like, way back when, she was absolutely gorgeous. Evelyn Anchors, yes. Just just, just putting it out there. But anyway. She actually did uh, a, f- a few movies with Blonde Cheney Jr. So, and he's like, oh, yeah, no, I want these these earrings. Well, we don't sell those. But you have No, them. no, no. What he said was, I'm looking for some earrings. She shows him some earrings. He goes, now, these earrings suck. I want the... Earrings you have in your bedroom, basically. And he goes like, into this whole. Th- How yeah. do you know about my bedroom? So well, I was watching you, and she, and apparently, like while like she seemed and that to catches be him a date. She seemed to be like, kind of like what the fuck, but at the same time, she's just like, okay. Yeah. Like, can you imagine if that was like a thing now? I mean, now when you can spy on someone and like creep up on like their social media, I guess. But stalking is-, is so much easier now. But he literally was peeping in her window. But yeah, no, I mean, great movie. I mean, you talked about the transformation scene. Yeah, you could look at it as, wow, that wasn't that great. But in 1941, the amount of work that went into that was absolutely incredible. I'd like to go on the record as saying, I didn't say it wasn't great. No, I wasn't saying like you said it wasn't great. I don't know, you just... It was a painstaking process for for that to happen, them overlaying... All of that. Uh, imagine how long dude had to sit in the chair. Yeah. Um, like I said, the the movie previous, there was a Universal movie previous, Werewolf of London, and the reason that that didn't get so much traction as this one is because guy didn't want to sit there yeah. and get all the makeup and the effects. He's just like, nah, fuck that. Even a man, pure at heart, and says his prayers by night, may become a wolf when the wolfbane blooms. And the moon is full and bright. Fuck yeah. I literally had that like saved to, to say it later. Yeah. But you, so, you just said it then. So the wolf, uh, so apparently there, there was supposed to be like, so the wolfman battled a bear in one scene. But unfortunately, the bear ran away during filming. I was about to say, did that get cut out of the movie? Because I, yeah. <laughs> I remember that part. Because the bear ran away. <laughs> yeah. Good. Uh, what few scenes were filmed were put into the the uh, trailer, actually. But the gypsy was uh, Bella Lugosi. All right, so there were two gypsies. There were his sister, and then there was Bella, played Bella. by Bella Correct. Lugosi. Yes, that's who I'm referring to. Yeah, so so cool. And uh, Lon Chaney Jr.'s dad, played by Claude Rains. I mean, this movie was so fucking cool. I really enjoyed it. I mean, it's a little over an hour. I suggest any any horror fan that's into Universal Monsters to watch this movie. Definitely worth a watch. I I really enjoyed it. I mean, you're not going to get scared. No. But you will be entertained. And that's all we look for. Exactly. Not much scares me anymore, except real life. Real life is, is scary. Oh, real life scares life. I escape into horror to be comforted, which is ironic, I guess. Yeah. All right. My number four. Make sure you get your seltzer. Ready? Yeah. Drink. Bad Moon. On the dark side. Oh, yeah. Dark side. Michael Perret. 
Some people may recognize this fellow from Eddie and the Cruisers. Yes. Which is a great, great movie. I was talking to my dad about this because uh, this was way, way, way back. Eddie and the Cruisers came on. I was watching it with my dad and uh, ended up going to bed before it ended. Woke up the next day, asked him, and, uh, well, I'm not going to spoil that great movie for you. But he, he spoiled it for me, but I asked for it because I was like, what happened? What happened? So anyway, Michael plays Uncle Ted, a man who has no choice but to live dangerously close to his sister and her son. Now, the book originally was more about Thor, the family dog, and him needing to protect the family. Uh, his confliction between respecting Uncle Ted as the new alpha or saying, fuck that, this guy is a threat. I don't like that guy. It's a great story showing the struggle. The struggle of, you know, fighting the inner demons, the monster inside you. Uncle Ted handcuffs himself to a tree. He doesn't want to be the monster. He knows he's a monster, and he knows he does evil things. But he doesn't want to be evil, so, you know, he's he's trying to fight it. And, and this kind of goes into my whole, like, you know, alcoholic werewolf theory you know it's yep. it's that the thing that you don't want to become you know you know alcoholics all suffer from memory loss rage and dealing with the monster inside now this movie's a little it's a little wonky with the cgi but who cares i mean it's so cool it's so fun i love this movie it's such a fun movie the whole story between the son and his dog and their their friendship it's uh, it's great. I love it. Bad Moon. Check it out. Absolutely. Great, great movie. So my number three. We're going to go to the fantastic year of 1981. Okay, this could go a few places. This could definitely go a few places, but we're going to go to The Howling is where we're going. The what? The what now? The Howling. Oh, I've never heard of that. It's a fun movie. So in the red light district... Newswoman Karen White, played by uh, D. Wallace, is bugged by the police investigating a serial killer, Eddie Quist, who has been molesting her through phone calls. Uh, after police officers That's find That's some them, reach. Yeah, yeah right? Uh, after police officers... This was a little, like, uncomfortable, like, the scene. After police this officers is, This find is awkward. In a uh, peep show cabin... And shoot Eddie, Karen becomes... A peep show cabin. I know. I think they call those glory holes now. Yeah. So Karen becomes emotionally disturbed. She's she's like all fucked up. She loses her memory. And there's a a doctor, psychologist or whatever, sends her out to like this retreat or colony, you could could possibly say. Uh, Or cult. You could call it a cult. Where the creepy residents are the creepers, creepers, uh, the creepy residents are rather too eager to uh, make her feel at home. Oh, uh, they all want to make her feel comfortable. There's a bizarre connection between Eddie Quist and and this like supposed safe haven. After like her husband is with her, I forget her husband's name, but he gets bitten, turns into a werewolf, and that's a sequence. Yeah, that that's that that that's definitely something. Obviously, like it, it's in like it's compared to with American Werewolf in London, but they they both came out the same year. Rick Baker, who was originally supposed to do the effects for this movie, left to do American Werewolf in London, leaving the was it Rob uh, Rob Bottin, I believe. Yes, did, did from the, the thing. Yep, both this movie and American Werewolf were released the same year, like I just said. Both came out got great praise and actually this is dick miller's favorite movie that he did yeah he played a librarian he did he was an amazing librarian as only dick miller could play i won a library card at dick miller's library because why not because you have to you have to okay so for number three i should have grabbed another seltzer i thought you were done (laughs) the howling So, 1981, I, obviously, Jeremy just talked about this. D. Wallace is newswoman Karen White, who has the chance to catch a serial killer. Things go sideways, and she is sent to a cultish retreat to relax. 
Her doctor wants her to relax. Do these hippies mean well, or do they have nefarious intentions? It's nefarious, obviously, or, or we wouldn't be talking about it. Agree. Obviously. It wouldn't be on my list. We're not covering Woodstock here. Uh, we got Belinda Belaski, Kevin McCarthy, John Carradine, Elizabeth Brox. Dick motherfucking Miller. <laughs> Dick motherfucking Miller. Great effects. Yeah, I, I love this movie, and the ending is just chef kiss. Yes. Great, great, great. The howling. All right. So my number two. I have a question for you. I've got an answer. I hope you do. Can Wolfman drive a car? Why wouldn't he be able to drive a car? I guess it depends on the lore. Sometimes he's like too much wolf, and no, he wouldn't be able to drive a car. Or is he like Wolfman? Because Wolfman could drive a car. Wolfman has pants. If he's just, yeah, Wolfman got nards. Yes. If Wolfman got nards, he can drive a car. Well, he has he has, uh, he has pants to cover his uh, wolf dork. <laughs> wolf dork. <laughs> uh, obviously, <laughs> number two, 1987's Monster Squad. So, I, 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 you know, I watched the. I actually watched this today. I mean, I knew it was on my list. It was 100% on my list, but I watched it again just because the movie is awesome. It yes. is just so fucking fun. So, 100 years ago, Dracula and other monsters survive to the attack of Dr. Van Helsing and his men to his castle with a magical amulet. In present days, Dracula... Yeah, you could say they blew it. They did. Uh, He travels to the United States and arrives in a small town. Now, by arriving, uh, a pilot basically (laughs) let the monsters fall out of the floor of the plane while Dracula just kind of floated above and just flew down. So that was Frankenstein's monster. Yes, absolutely. All the other monsters just happen to already be in that town. He summons the werewolf, the mummy, a swamp. It says swamp thing, but I'm pretty sure that was supposed to be Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, so the movie was made using loosely based on Universal monsters. They couldn't actually use Universal monsters. So, like, everyone's like a kind of. So his name's actually Gilman. Yeah, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, so they, they, they want to retrieve the amulet in the town, and man claims that he is the werewolf and goes to the police station. He wants to, it's, it's a reoccurring theme where he wants to lock himself up. Cause lock me up! I love this. That is the best. I love that shit. This is one of the first, like, scary werewolves, like, I witnessed as a kid. And, like, he doesn't want to be a werewolf. It's a curse to him. And he, and he wants to get locked up, and the cops ended up killing him, or they think they kill him, but he ends up becoming the werewolf anyway, much to his chagrin. Yeah. Also, the guy who played, like, non, like, like human form Wolfman is Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, fun fact there. Uh, but anyway, um, the mummy disappears uh, from a local museum as police. Hey, hey, 100-year-old dead guys don't just get up and walk away hilarious <laughs> as he's walking across the fucking street <laughs> police detective Dell is assigned to investigate when his uh, son Sean who is a monster fan learns of the news joins his friend Patrick Horace and Rudy who is you know hey, you, when you say Horace yo put some respect on his name my name is Horace did you I had no idea he passed away in 1997 oh 1997? Yeah, he died of pneumonia. Oh, damn. Hey, pneumonia, no joke, man. No, seriously. That's how my grandfather died, although he he was, you know, almost 90. So, you know, there yeah. was that. So with with the help of, and this is the actual credit of scary German guy, he, uh, <laughs> you know, they, they uh, want to send the monsters back to their... To their place of, of origin, although the Limbo. Youngest, they want to send them to Limbo. Limbo, that's correct, yeah. And Phoebe, who befriends the Frankenstein's monster, is, I mean, that's just, that was just so sad. That it was just like a sad, you know, little, little ending there, but. Yeah, but fantastic. it's uh, less sad than the original Frankenstein, where Frankenstein befriends a little girl 
and thinks she's pretty, like the flowers she's throwing in, and then, you know, drowns the girl by accident. Yeah. That, that was more sad. But fun movie. Uh, the plane is uh, actually, there's Browning is written on the side of the plane, which is a nod to the director, Todd Browning, who directed Dracula in 1931. And uh, during the montage with the uh, Monster Squad, getting ready to stop Dracula, Sean points at Shadowbrook Road, which is on the map to show his friend Patrick where the mansion Dracula is hiding out is. On the other side of the map, it says Cheney College, which is obviously an homage to Lon Cheney Jr. Obviously. Well, yes, obviously. So, so the, the mansion was 666 Shadowbrook Road. Correct. Because obviously, if you're going to be an evil entity... You want to get the most evil of mansions. Obviously. My number two, The Monster Squad. 1987, Fred Decker and Shane Black could do no wrong. It's the age-old story of the end of the world. The apocalypse is imminent, and the only hope for humanity is a bunch of delinquent horror movie fans. Basically, a gang of kids versus generic brand universal monsters. (laughs) <laughs> I say so, generic only because, you know, they had to alter the looks enough not to get sued. So it's kind of like those memes that are going around. It's like, well, I want like this and that. It's like, oh, this is the like, I can't think of like a generic store. It's like, oh, this is the such and such like version of like whatever. And it's like a piece of shit. I don't. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's like getting. So Dr. Pepper. <laughs> If you go to Stop and Shop and get the Stop and Shop brand, it's called Dr. Bob. <laughs> Dr. Bob. <laughs> and literally on the on the bottle it says, open up and say ah. No, but it's it, it's like that thing. It's like you're at you're at Toys R Us and you're like, oh look, it's you know, I want this Iron Man action figure. And your mother goes, I we have Iron Man at home. And it's and it's yeah, like, no no no, I have Iron Guy at home. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, alright, so check it First came Dracula, now the Wolfman too The mummy and the creature from the Black Lagoon We need silver bullets, we need wooden stakes No more stuff won't kill them, they live on hate Monster I almost, Squad, I... <laughs> we're the Monster Squad Forces of evil, better run and hide mm, Monster Squad, we're the Monster Squad And the forces of evil that was literally that, that was added to my my horror playlist on Spotify. Wait, how? I mean, how? That's on Spotify. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, bullshit. I, I, I bullshit. It. Bullshit. Okay, unless it's a generic fucking version of it. Please send me the link because I've been searching for that forever. Michael Simbello does most of the music for Monster Squad. He does "Rock Until You Drop." He he does the Monster Squad rap. Uh, whoever raps on it, I guess, was too embarrassed to you know, put their credit on it. But, uh, yeah, I've only found it on YouTube. You know what? I love this movie so much. Let's do it for my birthday. We're doing it. Look at it now. (laughs) Okay. Number one. I feel like there's only one movie to go to. I know what you're going to do. You're going to do werewolf versus strippers, aren't you? I was. How did you fucking know that? I'm smart. Okay, but anyway, we're going to go American Werewolf in London. Two American backpackers are touring around Europe and have arrived in a desolate part of the UK, but before long they are warned by locals of the slaughtered lamb. Stay off the moors! Or it was probably more like, you got to stay off the moors. Uh, Shortly afterwards, they are attacked by a mysterious beast, which kills one of them and wounds the other. Obviously, his friend. The beast is sub- subsequently killed by uh, the locals, and the fun really begins. Yeah, the fun begins after the murder. <laughs> after coming around in the hospital, David, played by uh, David Naughton, right? Yes, sir. David was played by David. Uh, meets Nurse Price. Hello, nurse. Yes, played oh, by sorry. Julia Agater. Begins to have disturbing dreams. He is 
constantly visited by his now dead friend Jack, who progressively just gets more dead throughout the movie. Which you would if you're dead. Fair. Uh, who tells him they were attacked by a werewolf and that David will soon become one himself. Obviously, probably the most iconic transformation scene in horror history. Now, we, we've talked about this. Obviously, I believe the Oscars started paying more attention to special effects and makeup because of this movie. Of this movie, movie yeah. They, they, they made a, a category because of this. Correct. Iconic. And still... I don't think anyone has ever topped this transformation scene. However, you mentioned Dr. Pepper a couple minutes ago. No, I was talking about Dr. Bob. Open up and say, ah. Okay. Well, David Naughton, who was a star of Dr. Pepper's I'm a Pepper commercial. And because of this movie, he was let go by Dr. Pepper. Are you kidding me? No. Because of his nude scenes, Dr. Pepper fired him. Wow. That was not planned at all that's some synchronicity right there that's yeah. crazy yeah no you know the whole like wouldn't you like to be a pepper too like kind of thing like yeah no he was fired i don't remember any commercials for from dr pepper well that's because this came out in 1981 and we were just born so we probably didn't see those commercials ah probably not drinking dr pepper out of our mom's tits at that point no that went weird why I don't know, just the, just the way you said that, it just it, it took a turn. <laughs> you didn't drink out of your mom's tit? I mean, I probably... <laughs> just go to your number one. <laughs> number one. <laughs> oh, sorry. I can't even do it because I'm laughing. Oh, man, I screwed that one up, huh? Sorry, my bad. An American werewolf in London. Uh, yeah. Warren Zevon, a number one. Oh, yeah. So, John Landis and Rick Baker. Great team. They did such a great job on this movie that Michael Jackson begged them to do his video for Thriller. Yes. I almost put Thriller on my list because of how awesome the beginning of that video was when he turns into the werewolf yep oh my i love thriller thriller's awesome so john lennon and rick baker also did did so we we got david naughton and griffin dunn they're backpacking across england despite warnings from patrons at the slaughtered lamb that they uh, should stay off the moors don't go to the moors when this movie came out actually most people loved this this movie uh except for roger ebert his review everything was not great and i want i just want to read his review because it's it's kind of funny an american werewolf in london seems curiously unfinished as if director john landis spent all his energy on spectacular set pieces and then didn't want to bother with things like transitions character development or an ending damn roger it's rough. I love that movie. This is obviously it's my number one. So obviously this is my favorite werewolf movie. Honestly, haven't you know known about this movie for? I mean, I've known about the movie forever. I saw Thriller as a child, and I had Thriller and the behind the scenes of American Werewolf in London, and like kind of how John Landis did both movies back to back, or not both movies, but both things back to back. It was like this whole VHS I had. Actually, it might have been Beta. Damn, I'm old. Beta? I only watched this movie, I'd say, five years ago was the first time I saw it. But it's my favorite werewolf movie by far. Yeah, and so apparently every single song that's in this movie has the word moon in it. That's stupid. I like Bad Moon Rising, isn't it? That's a fantastic song. Um, an American Werewolf in Paris didn't make my list. It's uh, I never movie. saw that. I don't know. Honestly, if you can get past the how hard the '90s is gonna fuck your face when you watch <laughs> that movie, it's it's really good. You got the mom for Modern Family plays a really uh, little cameo, sexy role as a quote unquote bimbo. 
Or you could say the love interest from Happy Gilmore. Oh, well, yeah, she's not the love interest in this. She's just someone that may or may not get banged on Jim Morrison's grave. I'd watch it. Definitely worth a watch. The soundtrack is, is 90s, but I do have to give it up for them because they uh, do Howlin' Wolf, I'm the Wolf, which ties more into, you know, the whole me telling you that there's a lot of werewolf fucking music. A lot of, lot of werewolf music. All right, then. Fan feedback. Just a couple real quicks. A.M. Esmond and Jeff Kirkendall uh, shouted out that our outfits that we did for Return of the Living Dead 3 were cool, ditto, cool costumes. Smiley face. Not emoji, but, like, actually type. You know, like, if you catch what means sure so you know so that that was cool Uh, my dad actually (laughs) was texting me about bad moon because we were talking about eddie and the cruisers and you know the whole story that i i told you and he goes oh michael pare i seen him a couple times was it good i said yeah i liked it a lot he he goes i like mariel hemingway gonna watch it now uh also lauren came under the gun uh with a funny, scary, very muscular werewolf gif. It says, I love all the movies mentioned and also cursed. Christina Ricci is emoji kiss. Plus, you know my thoughts on Trick or Treat. Wink. There are also some good TV werewolves as well. Oz from Buffy, Ethan from Penny Dreadful, and George from Being Human. So I thought that was worth a mention. What the fuck is that? It's raw meat. It's like jerky? Oh, look at that. There's blood in the bag, bro. Mmm. <laughs> That's something. Something we didn't bring up during That's our true. whole werewolf. Two episodes. They like to eat raw meat. I mean, I like rare meat. I'm not a werewolf, and I feel like I'm going to throw up. <laughs> oh, God. I wish we got video of that. I kind of feel like I did that for nothing. Probably. You had a look and you shook your head no, so it was Good worth luck it. with that. It Good was luck with it. that. Okay. Now go shit that out. I think I'm just going to throw it right up. So <laughs> It's not, it's not going to get all the way to my asshole. <laughs> okay. So do you have feedback? Cause I got a lot. I do. Um, from Facebook, I got uh, William Wood. Obviously says American Werewolf in London. Uh, David Green, our buddy over the seas, says his favorite is The Curse of the Werewolf, which looks like pretty old. It's definitely one I'll have to check out. Um, On Instagram, Dan McGee, Hermitage Wanderer. He actually really enjoyed uh, The Wolfman 2010, Dog Soldiers, American Werewolf in London, and he goes, un- an unpopular opinion, he liked Van Helsing. I like the character Van Helsing. Yeah. And then there was Mystery Movie Madness, who uh, told us that they have a vampire episode on their podcast. And he feels that our two episodes should fight. Wow. we taking this outside to the parking lot? Apparently, we are taking this outside to the flagpole Mystery movie madness. Do we accept their fight? I'm going to say yes, because I've never turned down a fight. I've never actually gotten a fight with you, bro. I don't know how you would do. Um, I'm not much of a fighter. Although, remember, we used to have that kind of like fight club thing freshman year where we go to the staircase and just beat the shit out of each other. That, that, that was not really oh, fighting. Though. Well, that, that was, was boxing. Of... It was Sorry, yeah. it was boxing. We would go boxing club. Yeah, yeah, big air quotes on the boxing, yes. (laughs) It was mainly we didn't want to go to class, and we just wanted to punch things, and we just punched each other. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that that doesn't count. Yeah, so I definitely accept the challenge, Uh, whether it be physically or just uh, in episode. It it would probably just be in episode form. I feel like we don't actually want to fight people, but, you know. I'm I'm down for, for either. Oh, okay. But I, I feel like this is probably more verbal. Okay, cool. Cool. All, All right. right. Yeah. Okay, so Captain Dylan Hunt 
wanted us to make sure we have silver bullets on us for our upcoming episode, and I assured him that we did have some Coors Light. <laughs> silver bullet. <laughs> that joke's still funny. Uh, Rolf's Van Wagon, an American werewolf in London, Dog Soldiers, and Brotherhood of the Wolf are honestly the only werewolf movies I like. Then again, I'm not a fan of vampires either, so I'm kind of biased. Fair. So yeah, there, there's that. That's that's uh, completely fair. Uh, d- definitely big shout out to Darcy, Diana Prince. She uh, retweeted my tweet, so we got a lot I of I saw that. Nathan Wardinsky, it's an untapped genre. There has been some great and varied films, but not the volume we've gotten from zombies or vampires. I agree. Not a lot of not a lot of great werewolf werewolf movies. Um, I I do believe that's more of of a budget thing though, because if you do a CGI werewolf, sometimes that's it expensive. really sucks, and and you gotta, yeah, it, it it's tough. It's tough. I think it's a I think it's more of a, a budget thing. Did I already say? Yeah, this motherfucker again. Okay, Rolf's Van Wagen again. <laughs> if you haven't seen Brother Brotherhood of the Wolf, by the way, it's highly recommended. It's incredibly I, badass, and the first time I saw Monica Bellucci, that was actually another one that I saw that was it was on a bunch of lists, and I want to say it was on I don't know if it was on Shutter if it was on Tubi, but it might even have been on Prime, but. But that was another one that I didn't get to that was it was on a list to see. I just saw Monica Bellucci in Irreversible earlier this week. And holy fuck, that's a disturbing movie. Uh, trigger warning if, if you get triggered by sexual assault. Because goddamn, that's like most of the movie. And if you're drunk, don't watch it. You have to watch that movie sober. And I'm not saying like don't get fucked up and like really high and watch it. But specifically drunk because you will get the spins and you will throw up oh yeah good to the, know. The, the transitions between scenes are very spinny yeah, yeah i don't anyway. spin i don't spin eric this guy's name's eric werewolves are the greatest bit of folklore going tortured savage powerful and powerless all at the same time love them hell yeah uh dr hannibal lecter that's a name that sounds familiar. He's Anthony he, Hopkins he's this, himself. He's got this cool gif. It's like a little wolf dancing. It's oh, a cute, it's that's a cute. cute. Little, that's it's cute. So cute. I that like I love. I heart werewolves. Ginger snaps, punches my nostalgia button in the face, and I love it. An American wolf in London is funny. AF. The werewolves in Trick or Treat are gross and a fun vibe. Teen Wolf is my favorite MTV show ever. I like the OG Wolfman, and I fucking live for Wolf Cop. Wolf emoji, moon emoji. Um, he doesn't have one uppercase letter in the whole thing. <laughs> I just want to say this guy hates uppercase. Honestly, I've never seen the, the Teen Wolf show. I haven't either. Uh, Jeff Zilla, one of the most underserved monster genres remember reading somewhere that werewolf victims tend to be someone the person has a strong emotional tie to anger or love doesn't matter always felt this would be a great angle for a movie hell yeah that's why uh, that's why we're talking about it man in black dg what would happen if a werewolf astronaut landed on the moon i, I don't know I, I don't know is there is there a punchline like that would be a great joke or would he explode? Would the moon explode? Would it drop to the earth like in one of those creep show episodes? Who knows? Damn, that's I like that question. Man in Black DG, good one. Johnny Salinas, their wolf. Their wolf? Their wolf. And he's got like the gif of like Igor huh. from It looks like from Young Frankenstein. Yeah. Is that Marty Feldman? Abby Normal, sir. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so that's what I got. That's a good amount of feedback. Yeah, so I'd like to thank Darcy. I'd like to thank Lauren. Lauren also liked a bunch of that stuff. Damn, did we really we really went over everything, huh? Yeah, we did. Cool. All right, so uh, 
to basically play us off for this episode, Red Ripe Moon by Wash Brain Immediately. I figure we ended the last one with the song. Why not end this one with the song as well? So another local band from Framingham. They actually used to be with the house band. I'm a house. Wash Brain Immediately. So shout out to Q. Uh, so Ben, Fitzy, Mark, and Dan, thank you guys. Thank everyone for listening and putting up with our stupid antics. Thank everyone who shouted out to us, gave us some feedback. Thank you, Darcy. Thank you, Lauren. Everyone, thank y'all. If you want to give us any type of feedback, fans of the dead podcast at gmail.com. Whatever you want us to talk about, maybe a movie suggestion, anything. Pros, cons, bitches. Check us out. We are on Instagram. Fans of the Dead podcast. Uh, we have a website, fansofthedead.com. Check out all of our episodes. Our YouTube videos are on there. You can buy t-shirts. Uh, I believe Mike is working on hats. Oh, oh, look at his hat. Wearing a new hat. You know what's better than old hat? New hat. New hat. New hat. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we're on the Prescribed Films Podcast Network. Uh, the PFPN, definitely check us out there. And all the other shows that uh, that are on the network. Attack of the Killer Podcast is a great one. Just, uh, yeah, check check us all out. Yeah, check us out. Uh, follow us at Fans of the Dead One. That's the number one on Twitter. Follow us there. We have a YouTube, Fans of the Dead. Check us out there. We can maybe put some more videos up there someday. Who knows? But yeah, we gotta, go to we the videos a, we have there and like, and then well, you know subscribe and we gotta know, get back that, on that. This this, this hit summer, the bell. We gotta shut this, the this. fuck up. Hit the bell because the bell will tell you when we have new videos. You don't gotta worry about us coming up with new videos because it'll be like Bing. That's what it's for, right? But this 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 summer we gotta we gotta come up with some good shit. Oh, I got some plans for us. Oh, good. You're not gonna like it. I'm not gonna like it. But everyone wow. else out there watching will like it. And that's what matters. Content, Why brother. Why aren't I going to like it? <laughs> okay, fine. Maybe I will like it and I'll show you. Summer breeze. Mur, mur, mur. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, Any I other plugs? I got nothing. Nothing. All right, so here is Wash Brain immediately. As always, have fun. Be safe.
You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening.